The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Dear Media IRL is back, and we're showing up bigger, better, and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas, for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at dearmedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin. In Texas. All right. You ready, Freddie? Ready. Such a ready. Okay, you guys. We are here at the Dear Media Studios. Aurora and I, we just had a sleepover last night, and we're really excited about today's guest. We have today Alyssa Amorosa. Am I saying that correctly? Yes, Amorosa. Yes, aka your favorite PR personality on social media, aka publicity. With over 580,000 followers on TikTok, Alyssa has taken her background in entertainment PR to share the world and BTS of pop culture on her social channels, as well as her weekly podcast, Tea with Publicity. She shares the tea, she spills the tea, and she also sells it. Tea with Publicity is a premium tea brand that doesn't take itself too seriously and was created to convey that drinking tea doesn't need to be so prim and proper, and it can be fun, chic, and cheeky too. So sit back and sip up because today's episode will be piping hot. I was really proud of that. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's definitely chat GTP. No, that's the writer in me this time. Wow. Yeah, I was no, really I proud was of like, it. do I get a copy of this so I could like pitch myself? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's so funny that she's talking about pitching herself because we were just getting a little bit yeah. of the inside scoop about like, how to make yourself look important before you're important. Oh, like, yes. Did you, so were you your own like assistant? Yeah, kind give, of? give us your yeah. background. It's it's still to this day, even though I have a podcast, I have a tea brand, I have all of these things, merch, I've done it all. I still have a hard time like hiring people mm-hmm. because I'm just learning. This was the first year I have to say, 2023. I was in New York for a decade. I moved to LA. It was the first year where I hired someone that I learned if you hire really good people, you could like, take the reins and like loosen them and trust people. But before that, I have such a hard time. Like even the other week, I hired someone to do like some video editing content for me and it was fantastic. But I'm like, okay, I could have saved the money and done this myself. But would you have? That's the thing. Maybe, but I could have. Yeah, that's the issue. It's like I've learned so many skills from like being a publicist to like doing content creation. And I was also like a media studies major in college. So I took all the video editing and photo editing courses. So it's so hard because I can't do it all because nothing will get done. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I like. You have to delegate oh, at some point. So, you know, but it's then, hard. Like, then I'll like delegate. And I was like, you did something wrong or oh, fuck, I'll just I, do it. Or mm-hmm. like, I can do it better. So that's like my thing is like the trust. I don't know. I have trust issues. Or it's like I could do it faster. <sighs> yeah. Because I don't have to train you. Right. But you also have like X amount of time in the day. So you have yeah. to like, okay, what's more important for my time? What's the like, what's the best ROI for me? So mm-hmm. I want to hear, sorry to back up. Let's give our listeners kind of your back, your yeah. background, your story in, in PR and how you kind of got where you are now. Yeah. So it's crazy. So in co- I was like the worst high school student. I feel like I always have to start there because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people that are in the industry or even like entrepreneurs and people that I look up to like dropped out of college or dropped out of high school. And it makes me feel so much better for being like a DF student my whole life. Like wow, I was yeah. bad. I like C's, D's sometimes F's like not great student. And 
I kind of like grew up with a stigma my whole life that I wasn't smart mm -hmm. because I just was like, oh, I'm the dumb kid in class. Like mm -hmm. I'm all my friends. I went to a really competitive public high school in New Jersey and everyone goes to like great schools. And I'm just like out here like slinging D's <laughs> and then like praying I get into college. Yeah. And then I always say I was a publicist before I even know, knew what a publicist was because I pitched myself to get into college. Oh my basically. god! No way! Yeah. Wait, wait. I need to. Hear, I know. Hear this. I uh, so I applied to Sacred Heart University in Connecticut, and at the time, I, things have changed so much. But at the time, they were one of those schools that was like, you know, some schools take like SAT scores, and some just go off grades or mm -hmm. whatever. I was like, I'm going to apply to them because it looks like a fun school. I literally just it went was off a fun of like I went to Instagram. Fairfield University. Yes. Fairfield, it was Sacred Heart was like the one you go the to if, if you don't get into Fairfield. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which Fairfield is not like an Ivy League guy, so I could say that. No, no, but Fairfield was like the prim and proper one and like Sacred Heart was the Guido. Yes. Yes. Oh, how yes. funny. That's what we all joked totally. about. Like, but we're both Italian, yeah. so that speaks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're allowed to say it. So... So I like I remember seeing that they offered interviews, too. So I'm like, OK, I'll do fine in an interview. And I did really well in my SATs because oh, like see, I wasn't smart. I wasn't You're not, not smart. Yeah. I just didn't try. Yeah, yeah. you didn't care. Yeah, I you guys were getting your red nails done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whatever. I was like flirting with boys. Yeah. So then I applied. My SATs were good and I did the interview and the guy really liked me. He was Italian. He's like, don't worry, honey. Like, I got you. I'm like, OK, like I was like, yeah, like I really want to go here. And then I continued to like email the admissions woman a pitch letter every day for like genius six months. Like I'd be like, wow. I remember her name was Melissa. I'd be like, hi, Melissa. It's Alyssa. Just checking in again. Just want to remind you that I really want to go to Sacred Heart in the fall. Like my grades weren't great, but I hope they're not a reflection of my character. I hope my SAT scores could reflect the kind of student I'll be. I literally was pitching like this oh beautiful God. letter. I don't even know where I got this from. Where they were I like, the we got to let this girl in. She's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> she, I called to follow up. I called her on the phone, admissions. I'm like, hi, Melissa, I'm going to Italy like <laughs> to visit my sister who's studying abroad. And like, I just want to know what my status is. And she's like, Alyssa, it's going out next week, but you got it. You can stop emailing me. <gasps> oh, <laughs> that's amazing. But I yeah. see that all the time. Like when I talk with like either management or myself or my assistant, I'm like, bug them again. Bug them again. 100%. A lot of times people forget. I mean, I'm guilty of it. You, oh, shoot, this slipped through the cracks. And like, or sometimes I'm like, keep bugging them until they say yes. I always say that. I feel like oh. it's such like a, I don't know, as women, we're kind of taught not to be too annoying mm -hmm. and like, let the guy chase you. Don't chase the mm -hmm. guy. And I don't know if this necessarily applies to dating and relationships, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, when do we, when is it okay for us to be annoying? And when is it not? I, I literally no, say I that. I say be that. annoying. Like, I believe in going after what you want and also like going to the top person. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't going to some like admissions like in turn, yeah. I was going to the head of admissions. Like, if you want the job, go to the CEO. Like, if mm -hmm. I want to go to Dear Media, I'll DM Lauren. Yep. Like, that's what you do. I got my job at Barstool because I DM Dave. You were at Barstool? Yeah. What? So, like, tell us about this. that. So, the, everything I've ever gotten, like, I pitch. I just do it. Yeah. And Wait, I just that's think, amazing. I, I think enough it. people don't do it. And that's why you don't get it. You, right? Yeah. Because enough people ask. are just a little bit like, well, I don't want to be that girl. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> guess what? If you don't ask, the answer is no. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I'll give you just like the skinny really quick of like what how I even so then went into went to college, did fine, had like nine million internships, started interning. I thought I wanted to go into fashion, quickly realized I didn't because it just like I don't know. I was like, people love it more than me is what I realized. Yeah. I was like mm -hmm. interning at Elle magazine and the girl yeah. next to me was like, 
calling things like, you know, Hervé Leger. Yeah. I'm like, Hervé Leger. Oh my God. That's my sister. She's like, it's Hermès. And I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck. I'm like, all right. what? I'm like, I like this not like you. Like, you really like this. So then I started, I thought I wanted to do celebrity styling. I knew I wanted to be in entertainment. So I pivoted to entertainment PR. Wound up getting so many internships. Got like a job in entertainment like three days after I graduated college, like right away, moved to New York, worked in publicity for five years. And then three of those years, I like launched a blog on the side and a podcast and just started. Honestly, I just was like seeing how much money we were paying people. And I always had a blog. Like it was always a hobby of mine, but Mm -hmm. I never monetized it. Yeah. And when I was working, I didn't have time to do a blog. And I was like, one, I need a hobby. And two, I see that this could actually be a legitimate career. And I always knew I wanted to work for myself. I just didn't know what that looked like. So I started in 2016 and quit my PR job in 2018. And then in 2020 is when I went to Barstool or when I pitched what was What was that like? What was that experience like? It was interesting. I So I pitched Dave. This was like, it was a great concept. It just didn't take off the way it, Honestly, it didn't take off partially because of them, partially because of me. Mm-hmm. I think the whole concept was like the anti-call her daddy, like the opposite. Yeah. I'm like, you have a girl that's like talking about sex and like is like so skinny and so blonde and like she's getting flown around on private planes. Like, what about the girl that's like getting ghosted? And yeah. Like, I love that. Which is very relatable. Put on weight yeah. And like is kind of depressed from the pandemic. Yeah, it's like, like, wah, like wah. Yeah. Honestly, though, like a lot of relatable. Lot of relatable. No, it yeah. was I still really stand by the concept. Yeah. Totally. Like, what do you do when you get ghosted? That's what I want to hear. Yeah. yeah. Not like what do you do when everybody wants you? Oh, yeah. I was like in my darkest days there. Now in hindsight, I'm like, I really was going through it. Were like, you in Boston? No, I was in New York. Oh, because she was so, in New York by yeah. then. Okay. So I was in, I was there. I had like, I knew I wouldn't be like a lifer there. I knew I was just kind of kind of go yeah. in, out, stepping stone. But I think one, they didn't know what to do with me because they were like, who is this girl that's talking about these topics that are like so out of their wheelhouse? And two, I really didn't want to get in the mud with their male audience. Mm. So I kind of intentionally held myself back. And I was like, I don't care if my stuff like grow slower if it means I'm not attracting the wrong kind of followers. Right. Because I didn't want to leave there and then all my followers be haters. Right. Totally. And would they be women your followers? Because it sounds like it would have been a woman Honestly, it worked out my approach because I only have women followers from there. (laughs) But I didn't, like some of the other podcasts that talk about sex or talk about taboo things grow much quicker but then if you read their comments, everyone's like, I effing hate you. Yeah. Right. And then wait till you try to sell something because none of the men are buying. No, no. <laughs> That's what I said. Yes. So I stand by my approach, but it wasn't like it didn't get as successful because I wasn't like willing to compromise. I wasn't like willing to compromise my integrity or like change who I was. Like I didn't want to talk about sex. I didn't want to talk yeah. about certain things like. I mean, I'll talk about things, but not to the extent that you'll get like right. viral clips. Totally. Right. It's a little vulgar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. teach their own. We'll yeah. Say. Yeah. So it was great. It was a stepping stone. I was there a year and a half. And then I took the podcast out on my own, moved to L.A. and launched a tea business this year. So it's been oh like. So talk to me about that, because there is this shift. I'm seeing a lot of influencers myself. I'm like, they're starting their own companies. So yeah. It's kind of like because I'm at that point where it's like, screw representing other companies and if they clearly got the money. So why don't I just put money in my own bank account? 100%. You know, why don't I hear the cha-ching while I'm sleeping? So talk about your journey and kind of mm-hmm. like the realization that you could be your own boss. Yeah. So 
I knew it's so funny because like I said, even in college, I was like, oh, I'm going to own my PR, my own PR agency. I didn't even know what that meant. I just knew I wanted to own something. And then I didn't know you could like own an influencer business. And then as things progressed, I'm like, oh no, this is what I'm meant to, meant to do. I think quickly I realized when I quit my PR job, I realized that I had to do things outside of just like Instagram at the time because I knew I don't own Instagram. Like Mm -hmm. the app could go under tomorrow Mm -hmm, and then where's my money coming Mm -hmm. from? So I started a podcast in 2018, like kind of like early adopter to the space and then started doing merch right away. And then now this year, I always knew I wanted to do like a canned tea beverage or like some kind of tea, but nothing felt like so right. And then honestly, I think it was the energy shift of like moving cities. I was just like driving my car one day and I just like, had this idea in my head. I was like, binge watch black tea. Like that's the name of my tea. Oh, I love like that. the first flavor that I came out with. And because I talk so much about pop culture and I was like, I want it to be fun. And then I had this like process, like thought process where I was like, I get so many PR packages and I throw out all the packaging and it's so wasteful. Like what if I my know. packaging could like be displayed in your home? So then I was like, okay, I'm going to make it in a coffee table book box, but call it a tea table box. Like I just had this like whole idea come to me. And once I thought about it, I couldn't, then I was just like hit the ground running. Totally. Okay, guys, if you know me, you know, I've really become a lighter drinker these days. So when I do drink, I am very specific about what I put in my body. And if there's one drink that I choose on the weekends, or if I'm getting ready for a date, it is an ice cold, hard seltzer. If you've been watching my stories, I've shared a couple party tricks, and one of my favorite tricks is a shower seltzer. So if I'm getting ready for a date night, or maybe we're doing a little day drinking and hopping around downtown, I will crack open an ice-cold hard seltzer in the shower, turn on some Nelly radio, and have me a great time getting ready. It really brings back memories of like college or high school, just getting ready with the girls, having a cocktail, getting ready, and I just, I feel like it gives me such good vibes going into whatever event I have. And what I love about Truly is that Truly believes life can be more refreshing when we can be real, let loose, embrace imperfection, and allow ourselves to be free from convention. That's why Truly has something for everyone and more than 30 unique flavors, including three lightly flavored mix packs, berry, and new party pack. The thing about Truly too is I feel like everyone likes it and there really is a flavor for everyone. To find Truly Hard Seltzer near you, Go to trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. That's trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. Trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. Truly Hard Seltzer. Keep it light. Truly Hard Seltzer Beverage Company, Boston, Massachusetts, and please drink responsibly. Okay, you guys, I have been very open about how busy my life has been now that I have three children, this podcast, a brand I'm building, and all the things I'm really just trying to go after all my dreams in life, which makes my life a little bit difficult when it comes to the kitchen. As much as I want to say I'm a Pinterest mom who's whipping up meals day in and day out, that's just simply not the case these days. Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy, and Lord knows I need all the help I can get. I'm not sure where tomorrow is going to take me, so I can be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meal delivered right to my door. I have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. I've been leaning into the carnivore diet, so I've been loving the keto-friendly meals. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help 
make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. They have two-minute meals so you can feel it fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are, including the studio in my case. Snacks, smoothies, and mores, I can discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and just really keep me energized and going throughout the day wherever life is taking me. So if you are interested, head over to factormeals.com slash barelyfiltered50 and use code barelyfiltered50. That's five zero to get 50% off. That's code barelyfiltered50 at factormeals.com slash barelyfiltered50 to get 50% off today. Enjoy. And I feel like you were ahead of the curve with that because there's this whole movement towards like, you know, replacing your nightly glass of wine with something that's a little mm-hmm. bit healthier. And as somebody who doesn't drink, I'm always looking because I used to rely on that glass of wine yeah. at night. And now I'm like, I need something in a fucking fancy cup to uh-huh. drink to just wind down. And so I'm excited. To I'm an yeah. avid tea drinker. Like oh, morning so and night, every single night I have tea. Like hot I need tea? it. Hot tea every single night. I have rose hips every single night. And then I'll have different teas. Black tea is my morning. Wait, so if you take out the, inf- open one that's of the boxes. Right, guys. I want to show you my infuser because I think this is what makes it really cool. So that's the book box. It why, be why, why tea for you? Look Why'd at, you decide on tea? Look at the little infuser. So Ooh. you put the loose leaf tea in there and then you put it's that. It's like weed. Yeah, like, that's yeah. so funny. Makes you feel like I'm still doing something Well, and something I even kind say with the boxes, yeah. <laughs> you could like put memorabilia, like things in the box. Like you could put like a vibrator in there and like put it under yeah. my sand. Nobody knows. will know. Yeah. <laughs> this is so cute. Binge watch black The concept is that I'll come out with new flavors and come out new boxes and you could stack them like books oh, that's so yeah. cute so oh, so it's like a volume and then you could put i love it mm-hmm. okay so, so what so made you decide cute. on tea specifically it's so weird because i grew up in a household of non-coffee drinkers which is like hmm. unusual the most unusual thing ever like you know in high school and all of a sudden coffee gets popular and like yeah. girls start getting like ice with your coffee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, mom like where's our coffee Where, like can we go to duncan she's like i don't drink coffee and my dad only drink tea. So I didn't grow up around coffee. Mm. Then I started, this is like really weird, but like I started getting really weird, like indigestion from coffee. Like mm. the, I had to go get one of those like scopes put down yeah, my throat. Endo- wow. And, yes. Something. Yes. Yeah. Endo something. Yeah. Because I was getting like such bad, like stomach issues from drinking coffee on an empty stomach, hmm. which is like really unhealthy for you. Yeah. So I naturally switched to tea ironically totally unrelated i started this whole like spill the tea like brand name my podcast tea with publicity and that it just kind of was a coincidence that i only drank tea and my podcast was called tea with publicity so it aligned it worked it was perfect it's like twofold and now too like for people who don't drink coffee or want to like supplement with something else like i was drinking my coffee i'm an avid coffee drinker and tea i was drinking it and that Boy Meets World is like one of my favorite yeah. shows ever. And Corey tells Mr. Feeney like, oh, you're drinking like that jet fuel. I'm like, it <laughs> literally is jet fuel. Like it's just yeah. caffeine. It's nothing else. Whereas yeah. tea has actual herbal benefits. Different flavors. Different flavors, benefits yeah. to your body, antioxidants. Like yeah. mm-hmm. it's so good for you. It's so good. And like, that's why, yeah, I just want to make tea drinking cool. I'm like, yeah. why do we all think it's so cool to like shake our iced coffees, but not yeah. make tea? Yeah. So I'll do tutorials like how to make it iced at home, how to drink it hot. And I'm going to come out with a new flavor in a few months. So I'm just, I don't know, just like back to the creating a business thing. I feel like you just get to a point where you're like, I want to own something. And I, I've never been so passionate about something because everything down to like 
the concept to the execution, to the marketing, to the photo shoot, everything was my idea. That's amazing. So it's like, I didn't like hire people to do it. I have the background in branding and marketing and PR and even the launch event. Like I put the whole thing together. Like I hired people to help me execute it. Right. But, like I made the run a show. I made the shot sheet. Wow. I, like I did everything. So for people who are trying to, you know, carve out their own little business, maybe like escape from their nine to five, but they're not ready to leave the nine to five because they yeah. still need their their income. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Like what's the first step you could take, you think? I did it on the side. And I think there's this whole, okay, it's kind of twofold because I don't know if you guys are like me where I grew up in that like unpaid internship culture. And yes. I, I don't agree like with it. Grind. Me yeah. either. Yeah. I'm mad at but, everybody who fed that to me for so yeah. long. Well, I'm mad that I didn't get paid when now it's like a law that you have to get paid. Totally. Like, I was unpaid. Nice. I, was I was unpaid. I worked, oh my God, I worked at a marketing company. It was so I didn't boring. get paid any internship I did. No. But again, that's a privilege because I was able to even do that. And my parents like supported me. But my point is like, regardless of that, I do still believe in like working your way up. Mm -hmm. And I think it was really beneficial that I had a professional background before I ever did social media. So what I would tell people is to do two things at once. And it's going to be a lot of hard work. But like I did my blog two and a half years while I was still in PR. And I would like wake up at 6 a.m., shoot with a photographer from 7 to 8 a.m. We would shoot three looks. I would get three fashion looks. Then from 8 to 9, I'd go into work, work a full day. And then that would be my content yeah. for the And week. two and a half years is a long time to not really see any like monetary mm -hmm. benefit. I'm not sure how how long until you were making some money on it. I started seeing it, but I was saving all of that money okay. because I couldn't afford anything on my PR salary. I hardly could afford rent in New York on my PR I salary. Know, so anything extra I made for the blog, I would either like kind of be stupid because I was young and was like, oh, I'm going to Paris. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. I started saving and that's why I was able to quit my job right. because I like saved a cushion for myself with this other salary. Right. I like what you said about like waking up doing job A, then you're full time, then working after. I just saw a David Goggins speech and he was saying like basically screw this whole concept of a balanced life. If you want yeah. to be great, it's going to be unbalanced for a while. You have to go in and expecting it's going to be hard. It's going to be odd hours. And I think when you go into start like an entrepreneur like lifestyle, it's shocking to a lot of people like, oh, wow, this is hard work. Like, yeah. no shit. Well, and also <laughs> yeah. you're like just that, that you might not see results for the first year and you might not see results. Like Kristen and I literally like with our podcast, yeah. we weren't making any money. And then all of a sudden, like I got like some random, you know, not much amount like in yeah. my bank account. And I was like, wait, I get paid for this. I totally forgot because it's so fun for me yes, that like I yeah. almost would have just kept doing it and not getting Yeah. Paid. And my manager always looks at me when I say things like that. And she's <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah, we need the um, But that's actually the way to start something yeah, because totally. you love it and yeah. you're good at it. But I think like it was, yeah, I think there's this whole big like culture where we can't say to work hard or we can't say that things take time and effort. And like, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Money doesn't grow on trees. Like right. You need to work really hard and you need to do multiple jobs. Like if you want to be successful and you have to also take risks and fail. Mm -hmm. Totally. Like, again, oh, yeah. I listen to learn. so many entrepreneur like interviews, even like. Who do you love? Like who who's someone you like look at as like I turn to this speaker or this person or like this is my mentor in real life or like mm -hmm. someone you don't even know. Who do you look at this person and like that re-motivates you when things are down? I kind of. 
I've had some like mentors throughout my career. Most recently, you're going to die when I say this. This is really woo-woo. Most recently, You're speaking I to had, the choir. We, okay, we love woo-woo. I had this psychic on my podcast. And like, she just like, took me under her wing and started being my mentor. And like she told me I was going to get laid off from Barstool before <gasps> I even knew. Basically. You got to give me her number because I'm it so was, into It was. She was like, she texted me the week before. I was out to dinner with my girlfriends who were influencers making so much money. Yeah. And I couldn't do outside deals. And I was sitting with my friends and they were telling me how much they make. And I knew that, but I couldn't do it. And I was like so frustrated, wanting to get out of my contract, but I couldn't. And she texted me the next day after I'm talking about this saying, hey, Lisa, you're not making enough passive income within your current role. Like, I think you need to make a list of like who you want to reach out to, what managers you want to work with, like start getting your ducks in a row. Oh, I love that. And I was like, okay, hi. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't talked to you in six months. Yeah. And I made a list and- Thank God I did because when they laid me off, my email got shut down and I wouldn't have had any content. I made a list of like managers that had been reaching out to me for the past like year and a half while I was there. Brands that wanted to work with me but wouldn't because they wouldn't work with that. Like crazy. That day, the next day I go in, I get lit off and everyone was like, why aren't you crying? And I was like, I was preparing. For uh, yeah. I was like, I was preparing. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, thank so you. I was like calling people. I'm like, hey, I'm a free agent. Want to work together? Yeah. Oh and my like, gosh. So she's like really bad than someone that's been like a mentor. Like even she came on my podcast a few months ago and she was like, oh yeah, like your T-brand's going to do great, but I'm just concerned about, she didn't even know what the packaging looked like. She's like, I'm just concerned about the corners of the packaging. Like make sure when you're shipping it, you're using this material. Wow. Okay. I'm getting her number from you. No, it's crazy. You know what I want to go back to? Like when you're like, oh, I went out to dinner with all my like influencer friends and they were making all this money. Like it's so true. The comparison is the thief Mm -hmm. of joy. And in this industry too, where you will see somebody who went viral and all of a sudden they have, you know, a million followers on TikTok and you're like, well, why do I have to wake up at seven before my job to do this photo shoot? And like this person just hits it big overnight. And the thing is, it's like sometimes that happens to people, but it doesn't last if you're not putting in the dedication, the time, the the forethought, getting mm-hmm. the psychics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that that I was just talking to someone about this yesterday, actually, about how it's really great for those people. One, they're like one in a million. Like, that's very mm-hmm. rare. Think yes. about it. You can probably count like 10 influencers that blew up overnight. However, those people also like the public loves to put people like that on a pedestal and then just knock them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like there's also something to be said about like building a community slowly over years and years and years and then like yeah. growing with you versus like people loving you one month and then like hating you the next. And those are the totally. people also when it comes back to a brand, those are the people who are first in line to buy your products. Yes. Because you've created this community of people who love you mm-hmm. and like you could be selling shit on a stick and like I, I love this shit on a yeah. stick. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, I had so many people commenting being like, I don't know what you're launching, but whatever it is, I'm going to buy it. Exactly. I have people who say yeah. that to you and I'm like, thank you. I'm like, that is so nice. <laughs> that like, is truly. So, that's like my, my advice to influencers, especially if you have a strong community like that who loves you. I'm like, mm-hmm. build a brand. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. build a company. And you know what? There's always going to be someone who's prettier than you. There's yep. always going to be someone who's richer than you. There's mm-hmm. always going to be somebody who has more followers. And it, it really, it's so hard in social media because comparison, like, how do you deal with that? Do you ever deal with like, comparing yourself to other people in this industry? I'm really good at like not looking like I've never looked a bad comp. Like I just, yeah, people probably do or don't like me. People probably have no fake information. I don't really care mm-hmm. if I'm being, I don't look. If I looked, I'd That's care, good. but yeah, I don't look. I know. That's you strong. Gotta know, you got to know how to protect yourself. Oh, I've never, what what I don't know doesn't kill me. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Well, how Joe Rogan always says, just post and ghost. And that's something yeah, I've been trying to do. I post and I ghost. <laughs> Unless it's, and then you don't, it doesn't affect me. Because yeah. the second I look, I open my TikTok on a reel. 
I said, oh, reels are like bad. Or sorry, comments. TikTok, TikTok video. Mm. I said girls should get their nails done. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. It was so bad. People were coming <gasps> for me with knives. Sometimes like, I the couldn't smallest believe it. thing could get. TikTok is like the wild west. People are brutal. Way worse. We're a little older. On I don't Instagram. even look at my TikTok comments. Oh, people I don't are know. psychotic. Oh, it's so I try not to let that bother me, but I also just like I don't let the noise get to me. I kind of just like don't really. I don't, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm in competition with someone. Like, mm. I truly believe there's space for everyone. Yeah. I've really always felt that way, genuinely. So, like, some of my best friends, I have a group of, like, six best influencer friends, and we're all in completely different niches, which is kind of great. Can One, you name some of them now? Yeah. I'm like, I'm curious. My friend Kate, she does, like, food. My friend Erica, Priscilla, she does comedy. My friend Rod does, like, millennial stuff. And we're all friends. Andrew cool. does music. So, it's like, we all go on vacations. Like, we're, like, besties. That's amazing. But- we help each other and we also aren't in competition. We'll be like, how much did you get offered for that? Yeah. Oh, let me take that back to my manager because or mine's I, a little lower. Yeah. Mm. Or like, can I have that contact? You know? Yeah. Like, yes. Oh, like, you should work with them too. Yeah. So I find that like having those friends, it really helps me. But also I, even people in the space that do similar things to me, I'll notice sometimes they'll get weird if we post similar stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I like what you said because I saw this quote and it says the people on the bottom are competing. The people on top are collaborating. It's so interesting. And it's yeah. so true. Yeah. It's so true. It is so true. And it's just a mind frame. It's just like a switch of it's it's a la- lack mentality to a there's enough to go around mm. around mentality. Especially for me. Like if I like talk about like my opinion as like a publicist, people are like you're copying, you're doing. I'm like, guys. I've been a publicist since 2013 when I graduated college. Like, I've been doing this first. Like, yeah, if you want to yeah, talk yeah. about copying, I'm first. Yeah, like, you're like, didn't you know about when I tried yeah. to get into college? Wait, yeah. wait, wait. I have to, I looked at your TikTok and this is like, this blew my mind and I'm going to use this if I am ever in this situation. Can you tell people what to do if you accidentally send a screenshot talking oh, yeah. about them to the person oh, that I you're talking this about? Is this the is most genius. Yeah. So I always say, like, if you say you send a screenshot to someone, like, let's say we're fighting and I'm like, I'm going to send this to my friend and talk shit. And I send the screenshot to the person. Yes, which happens all the time. (laughs) You just say to them, oh, my. Hey, just give me a heads up. Like, my service is really bad. Did you get my last message? This was the last thing I sent. Genius. To cover your ass for why you're sending oh, them a screenshot so genius. of your conversation. I love that. What like, other tips do you anything? have for us? What, what's, what's like a publicist? Like, because I know nothing about the publicity yeah. world. So, like, what are what's something that the average person could benefit from mm. um, that like we might not be aware of? I think like when it comes to jobs and stuff, like we were kind of back to what we were saying before. I think we have so much like shame around reaching out to people where it's like. If you want to get to the top, I think you have to message the top. And I actually think the people at the top respect you way more when you just like so confidently pitch them. Mm. And I think that's why I've always yielded great responses from people because I'll say like, hey, I really admire you and I love your company and I want to work for you. And I found your email. I hope you don't mind me emailing, but here's my resume. This is why I think I'd be a great fit, whatever it is. And like nine out of 10 times, they'll answer and be like, great, thanks. I'm sending this to my assistant. She'll schedule a call. Like, because you're just going straight to the source and people like that respect it. So I think for the everyday person, it's like, take a risk. Make sure, you know, your punctuation's good. You're doing it in a nice, like, way. Yeah. And I also, another tip that I always give with pitching is like short, concise no one wants like a picture in the email and a bio. And a <laughs> I grew up in a farm. And yeah, yeah. 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 Like I'm not going to, this is the like 
what I do when I receive an email or I'm sending one. I'm like, would I read this? Yes. What's the what's the subject line? If I got this, would I flag it to read for later? Would I forget about it? Even now when people pitch podcasts on my guests and it's I could tell it's an email blast that went out to 10 podcasts and it's not catered to me and it's like a PDF. Or if they have the wrong name. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm never going to answer this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just be. So I'd rather a two word sentence. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) What about advice to someone in the social content creation realm who maybe can't afford PR because we were discussing Mm. it is so expensive, but they need to pitch themselves. What are some things, you know, that we can do to pitch ourselves Mm. and make our brands greater to brands? I think social media is like the biggest, biggest free marketing tool that we could utilize. You could run ads. You could like, I'm trying out literally today, like the TikTok shop feature for my brand because I see that they're pushing that. Hmm. So I'm like, all right, let me just keep using TikTok shop because that's all I'm getting on my for you page. So maybe they're going to push that content. So it's like, what could you do one for yourself? Two, I think it's just like giving opinions or putting yourself in a certain way. Like I give a lot of PR takes on pop culture and then Matt, like people will reach out to me publications and be like, hey, what's your thoughts on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and their PR strategy? Because they just see that I'm talking about those yeah. things. So it's like, how could you like insert yourself in conversation or like befriend people in the industry that you could like mutually help each other? There's so many ways, but yes, I agree. Like PR, everyone's been talking about the Forbes list, how people like pay hey. to be on it. Yeah. Which like, we all know. Like, yeah. it's not a big I didn't know yeah. that. I, yeah. I'm so, like, unassuming. I don't know why. Well, first of all, I just want to say, if I was, I, that was my goal, but now I'm over 30, so, like, I'll never be on it. Yeah. So, like, whatever. Yeah. I would totally be thrilled, and I would have my publicist pitch it and then be like, thank you guys yeah. so much. Yeah. But all I'm going to say is 90% of the people have the same agents. Mm-hmm. So, it, the people that are paying big bucks are also getting big rewards in terms of press and going to Forbes events and sitting on panels and doing these things. And it's great. But the average person can't afford six to $8,000 a month on a publicist. It's so wild. That you're not getting back. It's like, at least if you give a manager 20%, you're making money and they're getting a percentage. With a publicist, you're just paying a retainer. And hoping for the best. Right. And there's no guarantees. It seems like such an old school system. Well, because PR is all about impressions and eyeballs and and less about ROI. Like it's not PR isn't to move the needle with sales necessarily. Mm. It's about brand awareness. So it's like you might see like my tea if I have a publicist on like a holiday gifting list and not buy it right then and there. But then if you see it another time on another gifting list and then another time by like the seventh time, you might be like, Oh, I'm going to buy that too. Yeah, mm. I'm going to try it out. So it's like less direct <laughs> yeah. sales. So it's like a, lo- a long-term strategy. Yeah. Interesting. So on, because one of the things that you are known for is like, you know, the tea mm-hmm. the, and the hot gossip. And Kristen and I are known for like having absolute, <laughs> yesterday Zero. she called him Jonathan <laughs> Charlemagne. And we were like, I, I even I was Jonathan like. Jonathan Chamelet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Shaban we or whatever his name to, is. Shiba. No, I think it's Timothy. Timothy Charlemagne. <laughs> we, were talking how, to, we were talking to Amanda and Hirsch from Not Skinny But Not yeah. Fat. And she was like. Are, like she was disgusted like, with She us. couldn't believe it. She was like, you guys are horrible. I don't know. Timothy Chalamet. Well, okay, who's yeah. your favorite person, whether you like are obsessed with them or you just love to watch the shit show in real life um, to follow on social media? Hmm. Who's like some someone or something or situation you're like obsessed with? My, 
like it's so weird because I'm such a pop culture girl, but like the people that I find myself following are like so niche. Like I'll follow like solo travelers, like yeah. people that literally have nothing to do with anything yeah. that I would even do. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Who's the girl? There's this one girl who doesn't talk ever. Emily. Mariko. Yes. Yeah. She, she opens her refrigerator. Yeah. She takes out an apple. She cuts the apple. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm here for all 10 minutes of it. Yeah. I'm just watching her like make. And it, oh my God, the comments. I go to the comments and it's like, honey, hurry. She's making calamari. <laughs> or like, you know, it's like. It's yeah. so funny. I've done videos where I'll like stitch them and just like narrate what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, now she's chopping the tomatoes. But yeah, like I love to follow solo travelers. Don't know why. Interesting. I would never solo travel. No, yeah. I would travel with a partner and do like yeah. a backpacking thing, but I would literally never solo yeah. travel. I have no desire. Yeah. Yet. I think it's the most interesting life I've ever so seen. It is so interesting. How about that one girl who she used to date Ryan Seacrest and now she like up and moved to Italy and she... I, I don't, she lives in... She lives in... She thing. bought a house in Italy, lives there by herself. She's like this hot blonde. Those, oh, are, my, those are my people. Yeah, I really like She's her. Like a garden but like, and stuff. Yes, I'm, but I'm just like, whoa. Like oh, I, I need more of Ryan that. Those are the people that I like Hex. to follow, truly. And then, okay, so I have... This is like, I think, very smart. <laughs> Don't no one ever say I wasn't smart. Okay. D grades equate to this. I have a Finsta not to troll for for all my pop culture stuff. So because I don't like let's for example, I want to follow like Joe Schmo from Teen Mom from 2009. Yeah. I don't really want to follow them on my real page because then I'll never see like my real friends post. Okay. So I have a Finsta dedicated just to every reality star. Every like, I like person that. and their mother that yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to I want to go on that page. I'll go on at night and I'll just be like, oh, this person from this MTV show is doing this. Oh, this person from Bravo is doing that. Yeah. It's like my fun page. I actually really like that because it's giving the power back to you. Yes. And now it's like if you want to go into your research mode, you can. But mm-hmm. you're not getting all of this data that you might not like want to be accepting at, like, yes. at every moment yeah. of the day. You it's not great. It's, it's like I a like magazine. That. It's like my own like curated that. people Trash magazine. magazine. Yeah. yeah, I open it up and I also like I'll follow some like like Love Island spoiler pages. Like yeah. I'm like like that is like my total fangirl account and it is my prized possession because it's just like fun good information that like feels good to me. Like it's like fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. I what's love something that. um what's like a show like are you like associate with it. like I'm obsessed with Vanderpump. That's yeah. my guilty pleasure. Oh, you are, and I don't watch TV anymore. But that I will. I'll find find huh. a way to on demand that. Mine is Love Island. Okay, Everyone's obsessed with UK it. specifically, but I'm also currently. I'm physically here, but I'm mentally in Australia because mm. my computer VPN is currently in Australia. Oh, of course, watching Love yeah. Island Australia because I can't just watch it like I can't just watch it as it comes out on Hulu. I need to watch it live. Wow. So I'm. When Love Island UK comes out, my computer's in the UK. Everyone is obsessed Amazing. with it. Oh, I'm obsessed. I, I watched it for like five minutes and I felt so stupid. Really? Oh, You're just like, so I don't know. Maybe it was like everyone with the tan. It was just like the most shallow show. But I guess I, everyone's like, keep watching it. It's like well, binge worthy. It's like the first episode of like The Bachelor or something. Totally. It's like the first episodes are kind of, of the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's when they like fall in love that then you start getting personally like connected to them as get, people. They right. Follow, who, oh. Is it Molly May and the... And I Tommy. love them. They're know, gorgeous. So I've been watching well, for years. Like, I'm an OG and that's like my favorite show. Like my favorite. Okay. And I watch US. Like I watch them all. But UK, really, season five, that's where I would start. Okay. I've heard they all have like the like most perfect teeth. 
and like a full glam. Well, it's full veneers. Yeah, like yeah. that's what they do in England. It's yeah. amazing. Like you learn the slang. You'll be like, oh, that person's from Essex. That person's oh, yeah. from Wales. Yeah, I get that from the Great British Bake Off. But yeah. that's how yeah. you can tell. Yeah. Just a different vibe. Yeah. That's how we don't like, know Like that's a Geordie yeah. person. Like yeah. you could really tell. And then my other guilty pleasure show is The Challenge on MTV, which is like <gasps> such an OG Does show. Does MTV even still exist? I'm, yeah, I'm obsessed. obsessed. Okay, CT. Like oh, he's love. still hot. Love, like so that hot. guy, he like I grew up like because when it first came out, we were like ten or eleven. Yeah, no, or 12, I like, watched super it my whole life. But I'm obsessed with CT. I saw Johnny Bananas in real life mm-hmm. at a like a, an event, and I was like, oh, Johnny Bananas. Those are the people I fangirl over. Totally. Like I say, like I rather if I see like a what I call like a D lister versus like an A lister. That's like my jam. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's so and so from that niche show on TLC. Everyone's like, yeah, Fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would probably excite me more too. Oh my god! Yeah, Amazing. the challenge is like what I have. Like anytime we turn on TV, it has a challenge channel. Yeah, of like with the what's that TV we have? The painting one. Oh, the, the Samsung frame. Yes, the frame yes. has like its own channel, yeah. and the whole channel just for the challenge on repeats from like the early two thousands. Oh, it's gold. It's such gold. Yeah. So I watch a lot of like I feel like a lot of people watch like Bravo and stuff like that. I'm like out here watching like Survivor. Like I watch yeah. really weird like niche shows. But- I love. You know, my ex husband was on Survivor. No way. Yeah. I, we were, he was like season like fourteen though. He's old. Okay. I wonder um, if I've but seen I know. It. But they are like a tight like yeah. The group still all. So I know all the survivors. Like that's so. Yeah. I'm kind of a new were fan yeah. so I have only seen maybe show. five seasons yeah I got my boyfriend into it who doesn't watch reality TV I heard he's into new, it a new boyfriend right yes so I just started dating did someone. you pitch yourself to him <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically I want to hear how does a publicist get a boyfriend like yes. what's the tactic there was a that strategy no there actually was how to yeah. pitch yourself and life yeah. and love no there actually was because I didn't date for the longest time because I was just like I don't know I was just like in my business era and then I was like in my weight gain era and like my confidence dropped. Like I was just yeah. not okay for a few years. Like in my like therapy, you know, I was in the, the whole You were nine. doing the work. I was doing, honestly, I really did the work. And then I went to Europe this summer, single as a Pringle. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was going to be, I don't know why. I'm like, I love manifesting, but I didn't even realize I was like speaking this so into existence. I kept saying to my friends, I'm like, this feels like my bachelorette party. Like this is my last hurrah. <gasps> and she was like, why? And I'm like, I just like th- I really think this might be like my last single girls trip. Oh, and I just you like, felt it. Went to Europe and had the time of my life. Where did like, you go? I went to Majorca, Marbella, Portugal, Ibiza. Like oh, I was all wow. over. Yeah, the place. you were having wow. fun. And I was like hanging out with like you know tattooed British men. Like so <laughs> not my normal type. Like I was just like I want to live my single life. This is my last chance. I got like so much confidence just like being away dressing how I wanted to dress, like not letting my body like get me down, just feeling like I'm just going to go and like exude good energy. And in turn, I got like a really good response from people like in real life. And then I updated my hinge pictures with these pictures of me in this good energy. Yeah. Like genuinely smiling and like genuinely happy. And I met my boyfriend while I was on vacation, like on (gasps) hinge. hinge. And he was here. And he was in L.A., but he's like so not an LA guy. He's from like the Pacific Northwest. I don't say where. And he, we went on a date a week after I got back from Spain and we've been dating ever since. That's oh, awesome. And how long ago was that? Like five months. And he loves your red nails. Loves the red and nails. We, and we love him. You guys, oh. yeah. guys like hot, sexy nails. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I don't yeah. know. We were we had this debate when she first walked in because I was like, I never get red nails because this is so bad. But like, yep, I've always been I've always learned that like guys don't like red nails. And I and I kind of dress for guys. I don't know. I'm just, it's toxic. Don't no, do what I do. I learned this, too. You know, it's really sad. But it's not because true. I was taught my whole life that guys are really turned off by red lipstick and red nails. And same thing. I, I'm not going to lie. I did not wear red for the yeah. longest time. Guys love it. And then I convinced myself I hated it. Yeah. And then this year I was like, I'm going red. And I like red nails. And I'm obsessed. I to get red nails. The perfect. Yeah. It's an orangish red. That's yeah. why. The perfect red is Red Ferrari by D&D. There's also Long Island, which is more of an orange, but it's mm. hot like that. Mm. And girls, guys like a little bit of trashy. They like the little <laughs> black bra mm-hmm. strap that we hate. The, the red nails, mm-hmm. they love it. A little G-string drone. No. They love it. I, that's we, where I draw the line. We call they them like, the... Um, I mean, I'm not going to show it, but... The back it, scratcher 3000s. Yeah, oh, but they, yeah. Like, they <laughs> like stuff you think they they wouldn't like. They yeah. love. They, they love. do. Yeah. And he actually loved them. I actually wound up loving them. And now I'm like, well, what was wrong with me? Yeah, Just don't... I was going to get like a wine colored red. And then I decided it was like a little too grandma. Yeah. So I think the hint is the orange red. Yeah. Totally. It's just a little... It's very it's bright and so, useful. Yeah. That's what I would rinse. I like that you're keeping your relationship pretty secret, right? Yeah, I am. What, what prompted that? One, him and... Well... Okay, he doesn't want to be public at all, but also I have no desire. Like, we both mutually have no desire. He is has a very serious career or will. He's in the process of getting there, and he doesn't have social media, hasn't had it since college. Like, Hot. he hasn't had it in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, so that's nice. It's but is he going to so get annoyed costs. with yours? Because I was I dated somebody who like was so anti, uh-huh. just like anti-social media. When he met me, I would like lose my phone for days at a time. And mm-hmm. He liked that about me. And then mm-hmm. when I became like in this world of yes. social media, he was like, you changed. No, this is the thing. He like weirdly is so accepting, but he doesn't get it. He has no clue what Does I do. Does he take pictures for you? Is he like your, no, an Instagram boyfriend? <laughs> See, that's my thing. Like to me, work is work like to me social media is my job so I really do try to not be on it when I'm like with people or doing things with him though like I said to him I'm like I really want to start posting on Snapchat like I could monetize it and he kept saying like why aren't you doing it why aren't you doing it and finally last weekend I was like because I'm gonna have to be on my phone all the time mm-hmm. and he's like just do it it's fine like yeah okay we well, got worth- permission yeah and you like, cared about it. his you cared about like what he would think about it yeah because I'm nice. like I don't want you sitting with you and being like Hey guys, we're out to brunch. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I hate it. So he's there's like, a time and place. Yeah. So he's very supportive of it. He doesn't have social media. Doesn't want to do it. And I, I know as a consumer, I'm so nosy, and I want to know every detail about people's like boyfriends, husbands, fiancés. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I get it. I really do. I say that's my followers. I'm like, trust me. Like, I really understand. But as someone in this position where people are watching my life, I also don't want like followers say he did have social media finding him and messaging him and like I could handle if you say something mean about me mm-hmm. but if someone was ever like your boyfriend's ugly or like your boyfriend's sucks mm-hmm. I'd yeah. be like where do you live like yeah. mm-hmm. I there's not very lazy. many benefits to like involving strangers in your relationship yeah and yeah. girls are they're sneaky little fuckers mm-hmm. they yeah. don't care if you're married you have kids like my husband does not I Okay, to his like defense and girl citing his DMs, I've kind of created a brand around him. Like this yeah. whole like boom, pregnant, my husband's hot and mm-hmm. is like an amazing man. But like he doesn't use social media. But you'll have girls who will like all of his pictures, skip the one of me and him, skip mm-hmm. the one of, of him and his kids and family. Ew, see? Yeah, they're sneaky little that, fuckers. No, they oh, are. I had yeah. I talked about this on my podcast. They're strategic. This week, how there was this like drama on TikTok between these girls and whatever people were going after this girl's ex-boyfriend. And I said, 
and it's not her fault because you should be able to post your boyfriend if yeah. you want to. But what I said is like, so girls are so desperate for a good man that if you make a guy seem like the best catch, he's attractive, he's tall, he's a great job. Girls are piranhas. Like yeah. they're going to go I, after him. I heard you say that piranhas yeah. is the best way to describe <laughs> they it. Are. We all piranhas. want that. So like if you make someone look desirable, Oh, yeah. He's going to look desirable. I know. He, it's so would, true. I don't know if I ever told you this, but so my husband's name is Tyler Gaffney. So he would get DMs of girls like full-blown twerking with their ass because they thought it was Tyga. Because oh. it, it was Ty Gaff and he was Tyga. And he would get all these DMs of like some ratchet girls oh twerking. Oh, my God. He probably loved it. <laughs> Stop. That is <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. Funny. Okay. So what do we want to leave our listeners with? Just like one piece of advice you would give a woman who's, you know, trying to get that job, trying to get that guy, trying mm. to get whatever Side it is hustle. that they want. Yeah. yeah. I think just like unapologetically go after what it is you want. And when I say that, again, in a tasteful, great, well thought out way, but just like don't be scared to take risks and don't be scared to fall, like fail because yeah. it's going to happen. I failed at so many things. Doors have been shut on me so many times, managers, agencies, people that don't want to work with me. And I just keep going and you just have to keep going and the right things will stick and the right things will hit. And just I think I think there's nothing more cowardly than like not trying at all mm -hmm. yeah like, that's just, that's where you'll try. have the biggest regret and just yeah. remember no successful person ever said yeah that first time i tried it pff, amazon was born yeah you know yeah. Like, it takes more than one try just yeah. totally. keep hitting the ground mm -hmm. and where can we find you and where can all of our girls get your tea yes it's i'm at publicity p-u-b-l-y-s-s-i-t-y and then the t is t with publicity so the tea and the podcast are both tea with publicity. So everything's kind of under the publicity umbrella. I cannot. Amazing. Excellent branding. I mean, yes, <laughs> I'll be surprised. Like, yeah. We're not surprised. <laughs> well, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.